comic book pit. Okay. I'm, I myself have a Venom energy drink in here. Venom? Ven- Do Venom? Tell. Venom. Uh, it's called the uh, the Killer Taipan. <laughs> there's there's like five different versions, five different colors and flavors. They're all named after weird snakes. It's really it's really good though. It sounds like three penis wine. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Called? I don't, from, I don't think it sounds anything like uh, that. That's, that's from that's from the. If you ever watched the League? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That was their three penis wine was the running joke. <laughs> I got that's it, I that's got the it. thing I didn't expect to hear today. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jared's probably only the only one that expected it. <laughs> you got to expect the unexpected on the comic book page. <laughs> that's right. Uh, well, you know, I'll give us a proper uh, intro real quick just to uh, so we can keep the good times going. <laughs> this is uh, Comic Book Pit episode 279. I'm Dan. And... I'm Jared. I'm Paul from the McSauce Comic Book Podcast. I'm Chip from New Dimension Comics. And uh, this is our, just our, if, if you haven't been able to tell us, it's just our general conversation episode. Um, so, uh, well, from from last uh, last episode, Jared, you had something that you, you started to bring up and then you decided you it's wanted to. It was a tease. To, yeah, it's you were. A tease. It was a, you, you teased something last episode. If you've been waiting this whole yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> so if you've been on the edge of your seat for the last uh, week and changed, like, what did he say? If you've suffered. If you through, listen to us on that. If you suffered through Justice League and Bloodstrike. <laughs> yeah. And the, Riddler, the Swole Riddler. <laughs> and, and, Riddler. And, and Swole Riddler. Here's your payoff. And what was it? Blood Blood Planet Killer. Blood Planet Killer. Blood yes. Planet Killer. <laughs> we need to write that down. I love that guy. He had so a lot if you're of on the live feed, <laughs> you've struggled for 45 minutes. If you listen to us as an individual episode, you've. You've suffered for a week to ten days for this. Um, comic books are going to be sold in stores that aren't comic book stores. Walmart's. Yes. The Walmart brand of comic books. Yes and yes and no. It's not going to be like a direct market thing. It's more of a. It's a direct to Walmart thing. Yeah, they they have a special like a special deal they're they're hammering out with DC. Yes, the 100 page giants. It's hammered yeah. out. I mean it's Oh right, yeah. I mean it's it's it's, it's going to happen. It's I mean It's real. Yeah. And I'm going to have to buy them because Brian Michael Bendis is writing Batman with Nick Darrington on art. Mm. And I don't know if you know who Nick Darrington is. He's been drawing Doom Patrol for DC. I was going to say I I know the name. I couldn't place what what he was doing, was, but I've seen he's done like posted like Batman like sketches and drawings on Instagram and such. Man, do I love Nick Darrington's work. And so I saw that. At first when I saw it, I'm like, oh, that's cool. But uh, I don't need that. Mm -hmm. And then I saw Nick Darrington drawing Batman. I was like, yeah, I guess I'm buying the Walmart comics. You're like, I guess I do need that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to have to find those somewhere else because I refuse to go to a Walmart (laughs) to buy those. And that does... It is a special kind of hell. Yeah, it does... Beg a question is will those, at least those issues, 
be repurposed or you know, remarketed to like direct market or as individual issues rather than a hundred just within the pages of the hundred page giant only available at Walmart. Well, well, we just happen to have a retailer here <laughs> in the studio. I mean, Chip, do you have any any uh, insight on this or? I haven't really looked into it that much. Just it kind seems of slightly, slightly panicky, but then I don't know. Like, Who seems panicky? DC? Uh, retailers. retailers. The knee-jerk reaction from retailers is um, just this, like, they feel betrayed. Um, mm. anytime, anytime publishers do something where they're trying to broaden their readership and it's not through direct, um, yeah, the retailers, their knee-jerk reaction is they just get mad. Um, so it's I, I felt that, but it's like okay, so uh, comics haven't really had like that dispersal for through like Rite Aid and Sheets, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean they're still there, but they're not like always there. They're not you know checkout aisles at grocery stores. They're not yeah. as prevalent like Archie's. <laughs> yeah, like you so, can still buy Archie Digest at supermarkets. Right. So on one hand, I'm like, oh, why does it have to be like Walmart specific material? Like, why can't it just be reprints of things that we we have access well, to? But I feel like it'll – I mean, if it's successful, then it'll get – it's a reach. Yeah. It's a, and, and they did – there's an ad in the comic on the back cover or something that says, if you like this, you know, find your local comic right. reader. And there's a comic retailer. And there's a mycomicshop.com mm-hmm. ad. Huge. I'm like, okay, that's, that's, a, that's a huge step yeah. in pushing them to the next step because it's just – and I don't know how often these are going to come out. Is they going to make? Are they going to make one and it's going to be good Walmart for a year? That's not that big a deal. Yeah, uh, but it is something to have access, and it does maybe push people towards feel, comic stores. Yeah, I feel like they're they're just uh, like like an appetizer just to get someone interested because when when you look at like what, how it's broken down, like how what these comics are going to contain, it's going to be. Um, only one piece of orig- like one original story. Like there's going to be, you know, the the Batman story, which I I, I think is supposed to be serialized. So I think it is going to come out okay. every so often. Um, but the next three stories are all reprints. They're all like, mm. you know, first issues from like uh, Rebirth or New Fifty Two or whatever. So you're you're only getting twenty five percent new content in these I was in these issues. Curious too if. These uh, these issues, if they're taking like these reprint parts, are they then serializing like those particular story arcs, like oh, starting okay. with specific issues? Are they yeah. then going to just and then the next issue will be a continuation of that story? Yeah, I don't know. I think I would think. I mean, I'm not a retailer. Surprise, surprise. Um, but I would think it's a good thing because it is broadening the potential customer base. Because hmm. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how many like kids. Come in. Like, how many parents bring their kids into the comic book store uh, on a you know for a regular basis? But I would think if a comic book is readily available, like at a Walmart, the impulse buy possibility is is now much greater. And then as that builds up for like a kid, I think we all started reading comics not in. It didn't matter. It was just yeah. like a random place. Like you, yeah, you were you were yeah. right aid. I was and at Sheets. If it's got to be like, Walmart, then. It, so I, I agree with that. Like it'd be nice if they were everyone's everywhere start somewhere. again. Yeah, it'd be nice if they were everywhere again. But I would think then, like as the kids, and I'm going to think of this as kids for the next generation of readers. So they get it like at Walmart or wherever. Hopefully it expands. Then once they like reach a certain age, 
then they start hunting down. Mm-hmm. You know, so you get it like that impulse buy at Walmart, and mm-hmm. then you're like, well, I like these, and mom, dad, take me to this store, so I. Can. And then they come in with a knowledge of what they're looking for too. So mm-hmm. I. I yeah. I think think it would be a positive if it's... And they're not... It's just those issues. It's not, you know, like... uh, It's not like they're doing full line. There's a section of Walmart that's a comic store. Right. Here's this thing. It's specifically for here. If you want more, Mm -hmm. find the comic store. Yeah, and they're probably going to be... Like like we said, they're probably going to be like an impulse item. Like you said, they're probably going to be at the checkout counter. Um, I guess my only question would be what the price point's going to be because I think that'll... Five bucks. Yeah. It's five bucks. Okay, so that's not bad. I mean, you're getting... five cents a page. Yeah. So you're getting you know hundred page you know hundred pages of wow that's really good comics. Well, how mm-hmm. how many pages are the new story? Is it the twenty two? Twenty. It hasn't been it hasn't been twenty two for years. I did read that they are going to bump the Sorry. four dollar comics back up to twenty two pages. Oh, did they say that? Yeah, I read that. I read oh, good. Announcing this and DC's uh, issuing the glossy paper for like I think their entire line. I want Marvel to mm. go back to the cover oh, stock. Yeah. It's so much damaged stuff because of that interior paper being the cover. Oh, Marvel's it's comics, so flimsy. The interior, the covers are the same yep. stock as yep. the interiors. Yep, they get destroyed in shipping. Just, mm-hmm. just you know, it, it, it rubs off so easily. Mm-hmm. It's real bad. Yeah, I mean, just the, you don't even like your hands can be completely clean, but like just the eventually you're going to see like a fingerprint or something like on the issue, you know, on the yeah, comic. It's going to be like I feel bad for any like comic shops and like. Highly you know, high humidity areas, like mm-hmm. it just curls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the cover's just not working. Yeah, yeah. Well, that yeah, that that will be interesting. I mean, I'm sure, Paul, like you said, like nobody really likes to go to Walmart, but you know, there's going to be a huge influx of of nerds. <laughs> oh, yeah. they're going to be going to Walmart like for for one reason and one reason only. Yeah, the Nick Darrington artwork is. Uh, yeah, that's really gonna force me to make some hard yeah, decisions. That's, that's <laughs> what if I buy one and just double it and then sell it to you? Then ultimately, you're just buying it from me. Done. Okay. <laughs> Walmart free transaction for me. Yeah, yeah. Do we have like a like a Walmart mule? Someone <laughs> will just, just go in and like smuggle out some comics and sell them out in the parking lot. Are any of the other creators uh, announced? I, I I saw a couple yeah, headlines that from Bendis and Darrington, but I didn't see any. I mean, oh yeah, because his art was originally he, uh, the artist wasn't part of the press release. Yeah, and then they went. Yeah. Bendis went. Oh yeah, that was left out here. <laughs> and it's like oh. I mean, I, yeah, I only know that they uh, that there's going to be a Batman one, a Superman, and a Wonder Woman. Like they're going to be three okay. separate. I think there's a Titans one. Oh yeah, too. yeah, you're right. There's a Titans one. Justice. Hold on. So we got Batman. Justice League, Titans. That's all it's saying here. I know there's a Superman one as well. Four. Superman, Batman, Justice League, and Teen oh, Titans. Oh, so there is no Wonder Woman. Okay, I, I just assumed there was going to be a Wonder Woman one. We're not that progressive yet, yeah, Dan. But like, <laughs> it, is, it is Walmart. Come God. on, dude. Yeah. Who's a, who would a Walmart-centric character be? Oof. Would it be the, in, that in uh, all of comics? Would it be that construction team from Marvel? Oh, damage control, D man. <laughs> but I, you know, I can imagine like, you know, a story of like Deadpool or Harley Quinn going into a Walmart and just like wreaking havoc. 
So Andy no, Kubert's just me? doing just uh, me? the Superman okay. with Tom King. Oh, uh, 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 not Tom start- King's doing Superman? Yeah, yeah, that's what's weird. They inverted that. Tom King's writing Superman. That'll be Andy interesting. And, but it says it's not starting in, until the third issue. So the first mm. two... See, I'm not a fan. I, I, like, Tom King doesn't bother me as much as uh, Andy Kubert does. I'm not a fan of the Kubert boys. I think art. I like Andy better than Adam. Adam, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I can't think remember I, which one I like better. Andy did the uh, Morrison, Damien stuff. And okay. I Sometimes think Adam did the Jeff Johns, Richard Donner action stuff. Sometimes it's it's, it's really We're hard to tell them apart. We're getting nerdy in here. Yeah. But it's, I mean, their their styles are so similar, and of course they they mimic their dad a lot. But uh, I mean, but he, he's clear. I mean, you could tell Joe Kubert from his sons. But I mean, like I feel like his his sons are very similar in art style. It's it's, it's, it's at least for me, it's it's yeah, hard to tell them apart. I, it was, yeah, it was very difficult. I have I to, to see them back to the nineties on there on X Men, trying if there was a difference. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> I have I feel to put like them. One was cleaner than the other, but I don't yeah. remember which was which now. Yeah, I'd have to put them side by side. Like I can't look at one. Right. And I'm like, ah, I don't know who that is. But yeah. yeah, there's obvious differences. I just can't remember what they are anymore. Yeah. I think Andy's the cleaner one. Everything's a little bit tighter. Adam's kind of loose. Yeah, that sounds kind of sounds about right. A bit more like his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this uh, back to the Walmart books. The one thing that may be a misplay is these, like original stories from these hot creators, are not in the first issues. They all start in the third issues. Oh, wow, okay, that's weird. Yeah. So I wonder what they're putting in the. Uh, there are stories, but it's not from A list creators. It's from B and C list. Is it all reprints then? That it said that the there's one initial original story in each, and then reprints, and three reprints in each one. But I mean, you're not starting with your your top lineup. Your yeah, your A team. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't care though. I mean, if I got to, so I got to wait till number three to get that Nick Darrington Batman. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. But I mean, I, again, and maybe the average kid who's just like, hey, mom, check this out. Oh, Talk sure. Like, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, uh, you know, average kid or mom and dad, they're not going to know. And, and they're and, and rightfully so. They're not going to care. I mean, it's 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 characters that they know and love and it doesn't matter I where am, it falls in continuity. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is rebirth. The, no, this isn't, isn't, you know. Bendis and Darrington. I, yeah. They, get out of here. They don't You're know. You're seven. You don't, you know. Right. <laughs> um I'm curious where they're going to stock them because if it's in the magazine section, that's kind of like the, the Brigadoon of Walmart. Like, <laughs> would, does anybody yeah. know where their magazine section's at in their Walmart? Could they just go to it? I know where mine's at because I've been to my Walmart well, too many I, times. I was going to say, for I, I, I personally don't have a Walmart anymore. I just like I, I just recently discovered that there was one actually close to my house. And I went there once, and I never want to go there again. Is it the North for Sale Walmart? Yes. Yeah, you don't go to that one. Yeah, no I, I learned that. Yeah, not not that anything <laughs> happened, but it's just like, yeah. well, first of all. I've I mean, never been to that one, but I, I even I, I know just didn't. Mm. You know, A, I went there on a Saturday, <laughs> mm-hmm. like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Worst possible time Oops. to go to any Walmart anywhere. But I was, I, it was just one of those things. I had to go, so. But, uh, yeah, I, Certainly I there were other stores that sold what you were looking for. I don't <laughs> maybe, think you had to go. No, he had to go. Maybe he just go. had to go. I had to get that roll, ba- roll back pricing, Paul. I think he just <laughs> had to pee. He just had to go. No, I, I would. the only bathroom in I 20 would, miles. There, no, I would soil myself before going <laughs> before going back to that, that store. But uh, yeah. I, I, my, my home Walmart is the uh, North Huntington Walmart. And 
before we even bought our house in that area, oh. it made me want to live there because it was such a nice Walmart. Mm. It's the Shangri La of Walmart. <laughs> wow. Wait, which <laughs> one is this? North Huntington. All right. So I think I, I went to Going the one. Going on a pilgrimage now. I think yeah. last year I, I had I went to the one in Delmont. That wasn't too bad. That was a fine one. Mm-hmm. Although the last time we went to our North Huntington Walmart, there was some typical Walmart more. There was typical Walmart characters in there, which was not typical for this store. My wife's like, "What happened to our Walmart? <laughs> <laughs> this was nice. Now it's just now it's a Walmart. It's, yeah, it's a Walmart. I grew up in the West Mifflin Walmart, so my Walmart <laughs> experience clearly just uh, it Shangri La. No thanks. No. <laughs> not, even, not even a little bit. I grew up in North Central PA. We got our Walmart, I think, in the '90s, and I was up there, I think, last year, and we. We were down by. We were at a restaurant down by it, and I was like, my folks needed like an air conditioner because they had this monster one, and they were just like being lazy about putting it in. And it's a very humid area, and I was like, I'm buying you a Walmart, uh, an air conditioner. Let's go to Walmart. Oh my! I don't know if it was always just like a dumpster fire of a Walmart. <laughs> yes. And I just never realized it when I lived there, or it just got progressively worse in the decade since I moved. But it was like, like this is. This is worse. I don't know how they managed to hide the flames until you're in the parking lot. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's always it's it's always weird experiences. There you know, there's there's no Walmart close to where I live now, so like I even if I had to go to one I'd have to go out of my way to find one. Mm-hmm. But it's always like I've I've it's always so so weird and I have such low patience for most of the people at at walmart like yeah. I've mm-hmm. just I, I don't i don't i i can't do it uh, yeah you know, give me just give me a target yeah. i can handle target yeah. i can handle target on its worst you. day mm-hmm. other than over like a maybe even the shangri-la of walmart yeah well, I mean, <laughs> we have a target um across the street but surprisingly enough there are some items that target doesn't carry this they, is uh, true and it, it's surprising when you're there, like what like I, curtains, like I want like a specific type of like curtain or curtain accessory. And it's like they don't, they don't have it, and so you gotta go to Walmart. And just mm-hmm. Speaking of Walmart, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh boy. Thank thank God we don't have a we don't have a camera outside. That was the Riddler. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that, that naked that, gentleman that just yeah. walked past outside was definitely not swole. <laughs> the, yeah. He's either going to or coming from yeah. Walmart. For the folks at home, that was pretty much picture Jonathan Banks, uh, topless with a Jonathan Banks from, the, uh, uh, from Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Mike, Mike, yeah, Mike, Mike from, from Breaking Mike Armantrout. Yeah, Mike Armantrout. <laughs> Walking down the street topless with a uh, ear Bluetooth earpiece in. <laughs> That is a visual. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so let me ask you guys. So um, I was thinking about this recently. I was just doing a little bit of research for something unrelated to this episode. But um, it got me thinking, um, What's the f- wh- what would be the first um, uh, comic event or crossover that you remember reading? Like, like before, it was like, you know, there was an event every six months when events were kind of special or crossovers were kind of special, like what, what was your first experience with, I got an answer with a, with a crossover or an event. Answer, probably um, Atlantis attacks. <gasps> that was going to be mine. Oh, was it? All right. 
Awesome. It was when it was the cross. I don't know if they were always like this, but I remember it was in all the annuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, was the like second. A, I think it was the second or second or third time they did them in the annuals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Evolutionary War, I think, was the first mm-hmm. time they did it, and I, Atlantis Attacks was the second one. I may have had one of those. But yeah, I, I never was still read those. Too young to like to get on board with it, but Atlantis Attacks was like I was old enough to be cognizant of what mm-hmm. this was, mm-hmm. and to sort of like hunt down them down. I don't know if I had to go to a, a comic shop then. When was that? Like 89? They came out in like, they, they were mass released because okay. I, I got them before I was going to comic shop. Okay, comics, then I must so. have too. And I don't think I had them all, but I had a bunch. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was like the first one. They were like awesome, like, like Conan and set backup stories. And they went, like, the Serpent Crown was, they were, mm-hmm. oh, it was insane how, like, it was just when you're, it was early on when I was reading comics, so I was, mm-hmm. like, consuming, like, official handbook stuff and, like, anything that was, like, referencing mm-hmm. older stories and older mythologies. And I'm like, yeah, that was that was the first thing I remember reading, like, as far as crossovers. I don't I, I don't think that was one that I got into that heavily. I did – I think I, I read the annuals for what I was reading. I didn't, like, get them all. Um, I think the one – now, this is not my answer – for the first thing I ever like event or crossover I ever read, but I will say that um, Acts of Vengeance mm. was, oh, yeah. was yeah, pretty that. was pretty badass because that's where they f- they like mixed it, mixed like, it up. Oh, what if instead of the Mandarin fighting Iron Man, he fought the X Men yep. or something? Like it or, was. What if Spider Man fought Graviton? Yeah, it was like uh, Punisher like, fought Doctor like, Doom. Like swapping, like it's like the villains got together and they're like, why are we? Why do we keep fighting the same guys? I'll take your guy, you take my guy, and yeah, it was pretty pretty cool. I remember that. Like, I think I went for went out for all of those, but those were in like those right, fell those in were, continuity. Yeah, like, they were in like, regular yeah, issues. They were regular <laughs> issues. They mm-hmm. weren't like in annuals or anything. Man, you guys go back. <laughs> That's right. I, I keep forgetting you're you're a relatively new reader. Yeah, I don't even know what Acts of uh, Vengeance is. I've heard of Atlantis Attacks. Never read it, but I didn't even know what yeah. Acts of Vengeance is. So, so okay, so just in general, then what was like? What was the? What do you think the first event you ever read was? Um, probably uh, Infinite Crisis. Oh, okay. like the first the first event that came out when I was reading. When comics. you started, yeah. Um, because I had read Crisis on Infinite Earths before that. I I had read a bunch of stuff. Before that came out, but I, mm-hmm. I only I only started really reading comics in 2001. Okay, so that was a good start starting point. Like you yeah, skipped most that of was, the 90s garbage. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that that yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah I um I started with the uh the Jim Lee uh, Hush story, the Jeff Loeb oh, Jim okay. Lee Hush arc, and from there it just you know snowballed into everything else. So I think you know that was just a story in Batman. I wouldn't count. Green Lantern Rebirth as an event, so I think probably yeah. Infinite Crisis would be the big right the, the big yeah, company company wide yeah thing, um, and uh, yeah like I was I was all in at that point because everything I was getting in the, those early two thousands DC books it was all golden like it was there was so much good stuff like mm-hmm. I liked everything that I was reading and like I also got the the DC encyclopedia that was released then so. Like, I was just devouring. Yeah. Comic oh, those book, are the best times. Just stuff. like, what does he do? Where yeah, are his I powers? Could, I, Where is he from? <laughs> I, could not, I could not get enough. I just needed more more info on, on everything. 
mm-hmm. and I think that was the first, uh, the the first thing I, I I liked it. I think I I liked it. It was kind of kind of weird that I guess Superboy Prime punches the universe back into order at the <laughs> end or or something. It was such a convoluted. Like I Wait, still don't understand what happened in that series. I'm I'm trying to. Was it that event or was it? Another one where they kicked it off with killing. I believe it was that one. Blue Sue Beetle. Dibney? Oh, Blue Beetle. No, Sue Dibney was Identity Crisis. Yeah, that was. Uh, oh, near Infinite. Infinite right. Crisis. Yeah. Is that when Max Lord killed Blue Beetle? I think so. Yes. Think, okay. Yeah. 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 And they were gonna. Kill, I was so pissed. That they like, were gonna kill Dick Grayson at the end. Yeah. But didn't. The, they didn't. Yeah. But yeah, Ted Cord Blue Beetle. That's like that's my guy. You know, I was really upset when they killed him. Yeah, he had it coming. <laughs> But he got better. You didn't shut he? your filthy mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's apparently like he's back now. I mean, I think. But um, did they try doing a book where he was mentoring Jaime Reyes? Yes. And that lasted like three issues and then disappeared. Yeah, I don't know if he's back now in Rebirth anywhere. I I, I don't know why they won't bring him back. Chip, if you keep shrugging, we're gonna take your comic shop cred away from me. like you should know this stuff it's dc i was i didn't grow up dc i missed a lot of stuff yeah but now you're yeah, no, now you're, you're embroiled on like, all of the front lines like, your your blue beetle was my speedball i don't like <laughs> that's something i didn't think i was gonna hear. <laughs> um uh, well anyways uh, just to go back real quick uh so for me and this goes back to like oh god the mid 80s i guess um the mutant massacre was for and it wasn't really like an official event or a cross like I mean it was kind of a crossover but didn't have like a a trade dress or there was no like there was nothing in the corner saying part twelve of the mutant massacre it was just like the mutant massacre continues here or whatever it was and it wasn't it wasn't line wide it was just like there was a like a random issue of like Daredevil where he fought Sabretooth. that like kind of folded over into like it kind of overlapped into the mutant massacre and like power pack or something, <laughs> you know, but, um, that was, that was the first event where it was like, Oh, sh- you know, holy shit. The, like the X-Men like got their asses handed to them. Mm-hmm. Like who was the so main it, bad guy for that? Well, well, that was, um, a team of evil mutants or they were kind of like, uh, uh, um, Guns for hire. They were called the. Uh, oh, what were they called? It wasn't Mutant Liberation Front, was it? No, no, it was. Um, it's not the Ravagers, is it? No, I, maybe they, maybe they didn't have a name, I, I, but I think they did. Anyways, these evil mutants that were like uh, mercenaries, basically. This team, they went down into the the Morlock tunnels, and their one and only mission was just to like kill all the all the Morlocks. Mm-hmm. And um, one of them managed to escape and. Uh, reach the X-Men. So the X-Men go down there, um, and then not really expecting the carnage, like the absolute carnage. Like there were literally like piles of bodies everywhere. And they were, they're like, whoa, we were not expecting this. And then they get attacked by oh, the Marauders. Yeah. The Marauders. Marauders. Good, good pool. Yeah. Uh, they get attacked by the Marauders and like, um, the one guy, like, I forget his name was, uh, I forget what he could do, but he like, he spun around like a tornado and his whole thing was like, he threw throwing stars. At like high velocity and like people got all jacked up and it was uh, like a lot of a lot of crazy shit happened and that and riptide yeah <laughs> a lot of the events from that actually led into um, 
the forming of Excalibur, right? Because Nightcrawler and Shadowcat were, like, really jacked up. Um, Nightcrawler went into a coma. Uh, Shadowcat couldn't unfaze, and she was, like, her molecules were dispersing. Like, they couldn't figure out how to stop her from, like, just dispersing. And um, they eventually went to, uh, I think, Moira McTaggart's island or something, and but then they hooked up with Captain Britain, and it was this whole thing, and like that's how Excalibur got formed. Um, but anyways, going back to the Mutant Massacre, like that was the first time I'd ever seen the uh, like the heroes really just getting their ass kicked, you know, and that was pretty yeah pretty eye opening. Oddly enough, it crossed over into Thor. Oh, that's right because I, I forget why, but he went down into the tunnels. And well, I think why is because. Louise Simonson is married to Walt Simonson, and they were working on the books at the same time. Yeah, but he but saved the, an angel, I think. That's, that's an odd... Yeah, so this is... I'm on Wikipedia. There was um, there a was reputable source. One of the mara- like So then uh, X-Factor went down into the tunnels as well. One of the marauders, uh, Harpoon, literally harpooned Angel to the wall. Like, he like speared his wings to the wall. And uh, and that's when Thor comes in. I think Thor comes in and saves saves him. Yeah, two epi- two issues of Thor. And that's uh, there's a cool old like flow chart from back in the day of how to read it. <laughs> Not complicated at all. Not yeah. at all. No, yeah, when you need a flow chart. But, but you know, but then it's funny how um, I forgot about that. So when when uh, Angel was rescued, they had to amputate his wings, and he was so devastated by that he killed himself. And Apocalypse saved him, and that's how we get Archangel. Yeah. So the Mutant Massacre had some uh, long-lasting well, ramifications. Did you see who uh, they retconned into uh, the that showed them where the Morlocks were? Gambit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was like Gambit was like a traitor. Yep. So they. I see when you and it was and it was Mister Sinister who was yeah. behind everything. Right. Okay. I think yeah, he was kind of like sense. the big boss. Because that was a mystery for for many years. Like they never knew who who orchestrated the the massacre, and then they found out it was Mister Sinister, and then it was eventually revealed that Gambit was yeah he was the traitor. Yeah. Gambit. What I was gonna say is when you have uh, Mister Pisker on the couch next month, mm-hmm. you should ask him how that's he's going to incorporate that in. Oh yeah. I believe that's covered in in the in next the, issue. Or next in, two. In what he's covering, yeah, I'm yeah. not sure. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to, yeah, we'll have to get his thoughts on that because I, I didn't realize, uh, you know, talking it out, I'm like, oh my god, the, it really, really it's went. It's an integral you know. part of uh, X Men yeah. lore. Yeah. So, what, um, what's the level of social or political commentary that you guys can tolerate in your comics? I think it's. I think for me, it's pretty low. Yeah. I think it's how it's presented. If it's heavy-handed. I'll, it'll turn me off if it's if it's um, done done gracefully. I can accept it. If it's done, so I don't know that it's happening. That's how I like it. Good point. <laughs> like um, on an issue yeah. episode of Supergirl the other week, they did the gun control debate, and it just hit you over the head Ugh. with it, and it was Ugh. just painful. Mm-hmm. I know. Because uh, it was like James Olsen and Lana, what, what's her name? Lena, Lena Luthor. 
were discussing it, and it was just agonizingly painful for me. And it's just like James Olsen was like gun control, and Lena Luther was, you know, not. And she's like, well, that is my opinion, and I respect your opinion, and surely we can respect each other's opinions. <laughs> and he's like, you're right, we can. Now back to the program that we're now back to. Uh, uh, yeah, and then they the Kryptonian super gods. Then they cut to the DEO deciding they're gonna switch to you know non-lethal weapons. Like oh, they're geez. just all gonna have like shields now instead of guns. What? Yeah. And like half of them walked out in protest. It was really, really heavy-handed. <laughs> like That's we don't painful. like. I don't think we need that in comic books or comic book shows. Like, as, like if you're gonna, if you're doing a season of like American Crime, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely, do put it, that in there. I don't think it needs do to it be referenced in Supergirl. Go for it. But yeah, it doesn't need to be. So like the, the, the whole impetus was like the DEO's gun like the, the the manufacturer of the DEO's guns started selling like a street legal version of the DEO's guns and it was used in a crime and like and it really it really came out of left field because it had nothing to do with the overarching story mm-hmm. right but I mean if, if someone can tack, can tackle that tactfully and make it thoughtful, I say go for it. Yeah, it's but rarely it, done tactfully, though. Yeah, well, or well maybe, then, then that's just bad, bad, bad story. Move on. Or maybe I'm just I so sensitive know. to it. Even I think in today's like, even society, if it is, we are even like, if it is done tactfully. Like maybe I'm so sensitive to it, it never feels mm-hmm. tactful. Mm-hmm. It always feels shoehorned into whatever I'm trying can, to watch. Like you said, if you can slip it in. You don't even realize it happened until afterwards. You're like, oh, that just mm-hmm. I see what they did there. Well, the, that's good. And, and the reason I ask is because I've been uh, slowly catching up on um, Mark Wade's Captain America, mm-hmm. and there's a, uh, a story after the first story arc. There's one called I think it's called Man Out of Time, mm-hmm. where Cap gets propelled into the future. Yes, and he thinks it's uh, forty or fifty years into the future. It turns out it's only like five years in the future yeah, like and, five or ten, yeah. and it's like everything is awful what it's, a what a weird story jump that book took <laughs> yeah holy shit the first arc was uh mark wade and chris samney on art mm-hmm. and it's it's cap riding around the country yep. on a motorcycle yeah i love you know, that doing, doing good deeds issues i was like this is this book's gonna be awesome i yes. love this and then they jump to that story where it's like it's a you know Trump controlled future. It's, it's basically Trump. Yeah, Trump yeah. controlled uh, you know future apocalypse. And I'm like, what the? What is happening? Yeah. What happened to my fun Captain America book? Yeah, I did not. I mean, and and I'm not. You know, it's it's, it's not. It has nothing to do with pro Trump, anti Trump, whatever. It's just like, oh my God, could you be any more just hitting people over the head with how your obvious feelings about the current administration? It's like, and I. I appreciate you can have your opinions, you know, but yeah, it was so heavy handed. Did you so ham fisted? Yes. I I don't want to step on your point, but I do want to say it was probably one that it was, I thought it was a very clever resolution. That no, that the way they wrapped it up. With, yeah, with Captain with the character, right? And, no, and that, reconciling things. Yeah, no, how they how they ended it was fine. It was just the entire his trip into the future was so. I'm like, oh god, we get it. You you hate Trump, and and this is you know your your fictional version of the the character is is like, but yeah, I just I, I found myself every couple of pages just rolling my eyes. It's like you know what, you went and bought a MAGA hat just to uh, 
<laughs> Screw you, Mark Wade. Well, I I stopped I stopped getting champions because of Mark Wade's you know heavy handedness. Mm-hmm. I think three issues in, um, there was a story about uh, like women's rights in Saudi Arabia or something, oh, okay. and like the the way into that was through Kamala Khan. So mm-hmm. like it kind of sort of made sense, but it was done so so heavy handed. I was like, I can't I can't do this. Like it's too it's too much. Like I don't. Like I'm not a political guy at all. Mm-hmm. I don't pay attention to any of this stuff. Like it shows up on my Twitter feed and like, but like I don't. I'm not involved in any any way. So I absolutely don't want it in in my comics. But like when that stuff happens, there's no way around it. Like you're not. I can't. I can't turn off knowing you know Mark Wade and you know what he's saying in the book. And just enjoy a superhero story because it, it the superhero part of it becomes absolutely secondary mm-hmm. and it ruins the product. Yeah, well, that's what you know. It's what's, what's kind of disappointing is like I love Mark Wade's work. I don't want to see his name on a on a book and second guess like uh, is it going to be good or is it going to be him on a on a soapbox? Well, I always yeah. think about uh, Birthright. Okay. And how um, you know in Birthright before Clark Superman he's in. He's in Africa, and mm-hmm. you know he's dealing with you know tribes that have illegal guns. And yeah, I read there. that. Yeah, but it makes it makes perfect sense in that story. Like that's the, because that story isn't isn't about you know what should we do about gun control. Mm-hmm. That story is about you know what is Clark going to do with his power and his abilities. Like it's one hundred percent part of the superhero story. Yeah, but lately these. You know, recent stories of his. You know, all the superhero stuff is secondary, and he's just getting his message out there. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, Ryan Johnson with that damn Canto Bite stuff in The Last Jedi. We get it. You don't like the one percent. Can you just tell a Star <laughs> Wars story, please? Yeah. Yeah. So if the um, petition of these producers to do, do a remake oh, of Last Jedi is successful. Is the cast compelled to uh, show up for it? Like, Mark Hamill legally obligated to reprise the role of I mean, how Luke could Skywalker? That, how could that possibly... I mean, is that something they could... Well, that's how business works. But, if you get enough signatures, then you're just compelled. Right. Yeah, you have to do it. It doesn't matter what your contract says. The the giant megaglomerate that is Disney is no choice. They got 200,000 signatures. we got to do this. Sorry. Yeah. Isn't it like fifteen million or fifty million crowdfunded or something? Is that is that what they're doing? They're raising the money. I thought for they it? were crowdfunding. The, I'm like, you're not even going to get close to the budget of that film. Well, petitions.com is legally binding. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah how, like I, I wish, I wish people would stop with that nonsense. Like, like I I, I saw that stuff pop up on my Twitter feed, and I think the Twitter handle something like. I think it's just remake the Last Jedi, and I'm like, come on, like, don't you have something better to do than this fruitless objective? Do you really think you're going to, you know, do yeah. what it takes to get Disney to say, you know what? Maybe we will remake this. Oh. You morons, just stop. <laughs> go, go, apply your time somewhere better. This is mm-hmm. it's pointless. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it is frustrating to see so much. Uh, I mean, yeah, I get it. You, you you hate the movie, that's fine, whatever. Everyone had a different feeling about it, but it, it's over. It's 
it's been it's been made. It's been a year. They made their money off of it. They're making another one. They're making whatever. I mean, move on. I wish I wish everyone would just stop. Like all the, you know, stop harassing Kelly Marie Tran. Stop harassing Daisy Ridley. Yeah, that like, that shit pisses me off. There, <laughs> <laughs> there are much more like there there are more offensive things about that movie than Rose. Like there are yeah, it's not the actress's fault that was a pointless character. There are extreme writing issues. There's dialogue issues. There's tons of plot issues. Like let's break it down. So, wait, 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 wait. Like it's Star Wars. Those are just those. Everything you just described goes hand in hand with Star Wars. Like a, not a single thing I've ever consumed with Star Wars did not have those problems. The original trilogy doesn't have oh, those problems. Please. <laughs> no, here we go. They, well, I mean, they're they not. Don't. They do. There's just Look, they're whininess not, I mean, and they're not perfect. Bad but, dialogue. You know, I love oh, them, I'll, but I'll like, give you, all right, I'll, it's, I'll, it's, I'll give you it's bad dialogue. Levels of of just that awkward George Lucas sensibility. But they yeah. are they are you know coherent stories from you know start to finish. There's no there's no weird nonsense that never needs to happen. Yeah, I mean they, they my. Uh, really, the only thing he walks. Yeah, um, the, he walks. the whole the the whole uh, uh, storyline with the, the 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 casino planet. I can't defend uh, un- that at all. That was unnecessary. I can't. What, what? It, it, it did drag things down a bit. And like, there's an extended cut of it too. And I'm like, why is this on here? Yeah. Like my 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 point is is that like I can't I can't hate the Last Jedi now without being grouped into the you you're know, a bigot. The crazy racist that's the and the biggest answer. out there. Exactly. That, that's like, the only reason you did that. are attacking it Kelly Marie Tran. Is like, because you're a bigot. Right. So, and so, this so, is this is exactly what's happening. So they, <laughs> I so can't justly hate that movie they for ru- the right reasons. They ruined it for you. <laughs> you're like, this is why we can't have nice things. <sighs> Just stop, Star Wars people. Just knock it knock it off. Well and I'm such a casual Star Wars fan that this stuff is water off a duck's ass for me because it's just like <laughs> <laughs> like I went, yeah. I, I see, I've seen them all in theaters, like all the the, the Star Wars movies. Um, I didn't see the new Solo movie though, but as far as like the, the Star Wars, a long time ago, mm-hmm. yeah, those I've I've seen them all in the theaters. Um, I enjoy them, I like them, but I don't, I'm not fanatical about right. them. Right, you're not way. you're not on your computer at 3 a.m. on a message board. Expounding why they should remake it and no, no, giving everyone your opinions. I got to see Luke Skywalker. That's what I wanted from that one. I wanted Mm -hmm. it from the last one, but Mm -hmm. I get him at the tail end. So this one, I get Luke Skywalker. I'm kind of bummed that he's gone, but yeah, whatever. Well, so I just um, I I didn't read the article, but I I I saw some headline that they are halting production on. uh, Weren't they? They they were making they were. Planning on making more movies and mm-hmm. like a show, and now they're halting all of that. Did yeah, I something about that. Kind of what I saw. I like heard too, yeah. There's rumors of that. I don't know if the it was been Star officially. Wars stories are all being kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Disney came out after that and said they are they are reevaluating, but they're not putting a halt on the Star Wars machine. They're just they're just going to reevaluate at, the, at mm-hmm. this point and take a look at some new things. But they're by they're they are by no means saying we're gonna try to not make a billion dollars next year. <laughs> like the 
they're they're still gonna gonna go for this stuff. But I think they do need to take a closer look at mm-hmm. at what people want. If they stopped, I would be one hundred percent okay if they just stopped. I don't want them to stop. Well, nope. they just need to space them out better versus other things. That's, like yeah. that's what Solo suffered from. It wasn't that it was bad. It was just like it came out a month after Avengers, which was the biggest thing this yeah, year, and and then Deadpool the week before. Yeah. You just I just had Star no Wars movies. I think they and I think they they miss they did not see what the trend is, but modern Star Wars movies are Christmas movies, released in December. Sure. They, the other Star Wars movies were all... Wasn't Rogue One even like a December? I believe so, yeah. Yes. This was the first one in May since the prequels. Okay, yeah, just drop them all in, in December, you know? There's but you could put it in September. Like, it's Deadpool and Black Panther proved it doesn't matter. You release a good movie that people resonate with, they will go see it. It doesn't matter just if it's February yeah. or October. Mm-hmm. Like, Just don't do it in... May or June. Right, when there's five other things. Yeah, like, don't do it in ten pool season. I think it's unfair that Solo's getting so beat up for losing so much money. Because of it, the reason it lost so much money is because of all the reshoots they had to make. If, if they would have made this Ron Howard movie from the very beginning and didn't shoot and recast all the Lord and Miller stuff that went in the trash, like, I don't... I don't know if it would have been in the black afterwards, but it wouldn't have this huge minus mm-hmm. in front of it. Like the the numbers would have been a lot closer together because it was a fine movie. There was nothing mm-hmm. nothing really it wrong with a, it. it origin. Was a, it was an origin checklist movie. You got to introduce him to Chewie. You got to mm-hmm. give him the Falcon. He's got to get. He's got to meet Lando. You're just like going down the list, it's, mm-hmm. and it was all there. And the more I think about it, it's like, oh yeah, I kind of liked it. Yeah. No, or, it was, it's not it was completely entertaining. Like, and it's I'll, also coming off a lot of the. Divisionist from the Last Jedi, like Star Wars fans oh, yeah. pissed yeah, about that not. movie. So, and this and it's Solo only what, six months later, five months later. Yeah, it's so close mm. that you know people aren't ready to you know <laughs> not ready to open their on. hearts again. Yeah, it's well, I don't even know. It's and it's only a certain you know it's a fifty fifty split. So now half the people didn't go see this one because of that. Like, oh yeah, that wasn't the Star Wars I wanted. So you lost you know some percentage, but. You know, the only things we're hearing are from the negatives. Hashtag not my Han Solo. Yeah. <laughs> I just, it was it was just a crowded season. Oh, and, very, very. And that's why mm-hmm. I didn't go see it, because there's, yep. there's only so much can be done, and life, you know, life gets in the way, and it just yeah. didn't work out. Yeah, well, there were so many things going against this movie. What's that? There were so many things going against it from oh, yeah, Last Jedi Hangover, the crowded movie season, you know, the you know the production on it and everything. Well, they, I mean, they, they cast a relative unknown in the in the lead, like an, in not only the lead role, but an iconic lead role. So everyone's like, who's this guy? For well, everything you know. that it had going going against it, uh, they did a great job with it. I mean, round of mm-hmm. applause to Ron Howard for pulling this oh, thing absolutely. together and yeah. making for, a yeah, perfect, incredible that. movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, this kind of, because that kind of movie is really not in his wheelhouse. He does not do a lot of, like, just straight up sci-fi, you know. If you think of like a lot of his, you know, movies, has he? Ever, well, he did uh, Splash, Apollo thirteen. Yeah, but that, I mean, that was like a historical drama, yeah, right? Yeah. Which you know, I mean, yeah, I'm sure there were there was a fair amount of special effects, but not compared to the last yeah. real thing he did was Willow, wasn't it? Well, Solo's just an action movie, just action yeah. adventure yeah. movie, mm-hmm. fun. Even the, I guess what those uh, Tom Hanks movies he's been doing. Or I didn't see any of them. The Bible historian 
What are they? Oh, Jesus. Oh, it's a Vinci code. Thank you. Oh, okay. Did he do that? I, I didn't yeah. realize he did those. Oh, was there three of them? I thought he I just think, did the first I one. The, I thought there were, uh, well, there were two, I, I think. Da Vinci Code and Angels and Demons or Demons and Angels. So. I thought there was a third one, but I don't it know. Might be. I, I haven't seen them. I don't know. Um, well, the, you know, and, and I guess my issue overall with, you know, just to kind of round out the Star Wars talk is that, um, and I think this goes back to what you guys were saying about, like, the pacing of the movies, is that um, in, even if they did pace them better, I, th- I feel like I would still want them to come out even further apart because now it's like they just don't feel special anymore. You know, when, like, a Star Wars movie came out and it was like, you know, that was a thing. It was like a big event. I mean, that was, but now they've got one every year or every six months or however they, they, what they you plan can do, them. What you can do is do it every 14 years. There you go. But And it, then you can make something amazing <laughs> like Incredibles 2. <laughs> but that's like that's like saying I want this Bendis Superman book to come out once a year and not monthly. Like, well, that's a different. I mean, I want I want I want to, I'm a comic reader. I'll consume this stuff as fast as they can put it out. Maybe not immediately, but yeah. Like, I want I want Star Wars to continue at this pace. Like, just give me more. Like, it's just that now there's a a very vocal, angry jilted fan base that's you know making Mm -hmm. disney rethink you know where they're going so now because i'm fine with them now you know my enjoyment of them is going to be affected because you know a overblown segment is sorry yeah (laughs) are you have a you're are you on the internet did you start the the oh uh, no i don't uh i don't i don't troll well then, you're you're not. That's not you then. Like you can not like it. I'm not forcing you to. But just this whole like no. Like, yeah. Just like the, I, this this. Oh. I think I have very very rational, you know, smart, well thought out reasons for why these movies aren't for me. I'm certainly not going to hate on anyone that likes them. Like if if you like it, great. Like it, it didn't. Um, they're not giving me what I wanted out of okay. this movie. Um, especially especially the Last Jedi. I thought Solo was you know perfectly mm-hmm. fine and i guess mm-hmm. if i don't like i want them to slow down production on these but i guess if i guess that's because they're not they're not they haven't given me what i want what i wanted so far there are mm-hmm. even a lot of parts of uh the force awakens that i really wasn't happy about so but maybe if they keep on this current schedule but they just start making things that i like then yeah you know Mm-hmm. Put it, you know, bring it, it. Get, make it a weekly thing. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, eventually, so they're they're gonna wait. That's um, what's his face? Um, they're doing that actually. TV show, right? So oh, the that's what I heard. Live yeah. action Star Wars. Yeah, with, uh, John Favreau. Yeah. But, but so when when are they supposed to? Um, uh, is, is there any timeline for when they're supposed to start the like the new like new original? Movies that they gave to um, was it Ryan Johnson, Ryan Johnson in X trilogy? I have no idea. No. I mean, talk about some like people are gonna. I, I feel like I don't know if people are gonna be excited for that or if they're gonna hate it because well now it's like well, we don't know any of these people. You is know? that supposed to be like ten, eleven, twelve or is no? It's supposed to be like all new. It's not. It's supposed to be what they're calling outside of like the Skywalker mm. series. It's like gonna this gonna be, be all brand new. new disconnected trilogy. Yeah. Same with the David Benioff and. Uh, D.B. Weiss trilogy, mm-hmm. completely separate from the mm-hmm. quote-unquote saga movies, which is like the Skywalker okay. stories. Yeah, 
So I wonder how those are going to be received. I mean, it's playing with fire. Well, the the Ryan Johnson story will be about slave kid, slave kid. One hundred one hundred percent. It hasn't been announced, but I guarantee you, that's we're going to pick it. We're going to pick Force that kid's story kid. up. We're going to pick yeah. up Force Broom Kid, like <laughs> ten years later when he's eighteen. Do you think it'll be like kind of a uh, pseudo spiritual reboot of the prequels? Like if you're going with that, like yeah, that, but Ryan that Johnson, kid. Ryan Johnson hates the prequel. Her hates the original so much. Like he's gonna do his own thing. So, like, I mean, the if that's if I, I guarantee it's gonna be Slave Broom. Um, so I, I can't disagree with right you, but point. like I don't know if I want that. But well, it doesn't matter what you want. I just Ryan want Johnson his, showed us that I, in The Last Jedi. It just, doesn't matter what the fans I just want his name to be Slave Broom. <laughs> Slave Broom? <laughs> <laughs> well, knowing Star Wars, it's probably not too far off. Yeah. There's a lot of people that want Weiss and Benioff to do um, an Old Republic story, Knights of the mm. Old Republic. I don't know anything about that product. I think that since they're the Game of Thrones guys, they want Game of Thrones-y Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like if they don't do that, are people gonna be pissed? Like, what if they want to branch out and do and make it more like Star Trekky? Like, do they have to do mid, mid, medieval Star well, Wars? That, that's the thing. It's like I don't know how you, yeah, like, yeah. Where do you go from here? I mean, and it's, I feel like, like calling it Knights of the Old Republic or saying, oh, this takes place in the past, doesn't really, um, like at least for me personally, like that doesn't. Has no resonance because, to me, like Star Wars five year five hundred years in the past looks the same as Star Wars like five hundred years in the future. It's not like oh it's twenty eighteen. Let's tell a story from five hundred years ago. Yeah, we know what it's going to look like. It's going to be significantly different. Like, but in the Star Wars universe, it's like they still have spaceships and laser guns and s- lightsabers yeah. and and aliens and Wookies and shit. It's like it doesn't. It it really doesn't matter what they call it. It's going to be, you know. I like seeing some familiarity in these things. So I think if if they wanted to do like medieval Star Wars, just do it on the other side of the galaxy. Like they can, mm-hmm. like they can still have the Empire and stormtroopers over there. Like maybe we don't see Darth Vader. Yeah, but I would like to see a, a story that doesn't revolve. I mean, it doesn't revolve around someone with the Force. Like, can, can I do something that doesn't involve the Force? Solo. There you go. Well, well, let's have more of that. Like, let's have let's have more smugglers and bounty hunters and, you know, I mean, anything. Christ, give me, give me more moisture farmers, you know? You know <laughs> Exciting. As, as a casual <laughs> fan, I, I want to see, like, lightsaber fights and Force pushes. I, I have nothing against that, but, but that's all we've had for the past... 40 years is like everything is you know surrounded it is surrounds the these certain number of these core characters and they're you know oh are they force sensitive are they you know I, I midichlorians want, i want peanut butter and jelly and you're trying to slip me like nutella and jam i mean it's just <laughs> hey it's almost i'll it's say almost, don't knock it till you try it it's almost like <laughs> saying i want to i want uh, an x-men movie without so many mutants exactly like, maybe you just <laughs> want sci-fi that's not star wars like, no, I, I have no problem with the Star Wars universe. I'm just saying they should expand. I mean, like... Dan, go watch Firefly again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, can't stop the signal. Well, it's like, uh, you know, it's... I'm a big fan of continuity. Like, that's one of the... 
it's going to be funny to say this. It's one of the reasons that, the reasons I like comic books because I I like you know the interconnected continuity and right. things happen and everything's connected. Mm-hmm. And the writers of Star Wars from George Lucas on have made it. They've written themselves into so many corners that it's hard for them to just. And I, I maybe that's one of Ryan Johnson's you know reasons for trying to break completely out of the box so you can do a bunch of different things. But in like regular Star Wars universe, it's hard to do a um, original trilogy story on the other side of the galaxy with Jedi's because at that point mm-hmm. there aren't supposed to be any. At that point, there's one, mm-hmm. and he's uh, stuck on Tatooine. So they've written themselves into a bunch of like tight corners with this stuff that I don't know where you go in the timeline that you can really break out with this other than like back to the prequel era or before the prequel era. Because even after, or I guess you know maybe they do something after you know between Jedi and The Force Awakens, but during that time there's only supposed to be a handful, and they're all at Luke's Academy. So like, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't know. There's it's a galaxy. It's huge. I don't know why we can't just go to another part of it and do what right. you want and not. I mean, if you don't want lightsabers, then there's no lightsabers. The galaxy is massive. Well, yeah, or like let's just see, don't, a, let's see, like give us a Rogue Squadron movie. Like, that would be awesome, yeah. you know, or, yeah, show us, you know, like you said, anything. Show us anything else. <laughs> I would I would absolutely see a Poe Dameron solo movie. Yeah, just do, mm-hmm. like, uh, smaller, less overarching, like, like, X, like, it's a mission, one mission, just a mm-hmm. thing, and it's just a fun adventure mm-hmm. thing, and you do that, and you show Wedge and all those guys, and just do that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be this big, giant... Like trilogy yeah. of like everything's got to have this massive meaning, and we have to give tell you know teach you <laughs> lessons. Just and ninety percent of it has to take place on a desert planet. And like, <laughs> stop having to necessarily fill out missing gaps of the Star Wars universe, and just tell us a good story. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like okay, I guess I kind of enjoyed seeing the solo stuff, but I just want to see more, you know, stories with those characters now. Like, I don't want to have to know their origin. It was well done. It's like I like I like Doctor Strange, but it was an origin movie. Mm. Like I already know this. You like, could like go. there's there's ways there's ways to do it. You could have absolutely jumped right into Solo, a cold open where him and Lando are in the Falcon escaping a star destroyer, and you can sure. you you can piece together just through dialogue, like and for the people that don't know who these guys are, like who they are, where they came from. You don't need a ground-up origin right, story, right. you know, the planet he came from, and you don't need any of that shit. You don't like, these characters are, are in the public eye enough that you can just jump in cold and mm-hmm. go, boom. It's like, <laughs> this is a really bad analogy, but it's like, you just want to go and open the fridge or the freezer, and then the ice cream's there. You don't want to go all the way back to see all <laughs> of the ingredients created. You just want to open the fridge and have ice cream. Like, yeah. So, like, just, like, don't go back just here, boom, like you said. Yeah. Just, like, here they are, and just start right there. You, it, We already know that the relationship's there. Just start there and go. Well, like, that's just tell the fun stories and not the, well, this is how he got his name, and this is how he met this guy, and this is how he got his ship. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's really easy to write, but... That's I mean, the one thing I, I did enjoy about uh, Spider-Man Homecoming was there was no... They didn't show that is a perfect Uncle example. Ben getting shot and him mm-hmm. not stopping the the crook and or the the, cur- the the killer and you know with great power comes great responsibility that whole thing like I they don't just know. jumped I right in. I could have gone. I could have gone for a bone saw scene. 
Bone saws ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking, did you see they announced the name of the next movie? Oh, or, yeah. Is it called like no, Far From Home? Far From Home. Yeah, I almost said No oh, Way Home. no kidding. Came out wow. yesterday. Nice. So is, is, uh, is the is next Spider-Man going to be Planet Hulk starring it's a, Spider-Man? It's a globe-trotting <laughs> Spider-Man adventure. That'll be interesting. So he's going to be on Earth? This isn't going to be the story of him coming back from Titan? Yeah, they're all trapped in the Soul Stone? No. No, <laughs> no I, evidently everyone gets better. So, <laughs> so is, cool. is that where is that where everyone went? And you're, is that your? Th- you know, is well, he he died on? on Titan, so I would assume okay. that when he gets where'd they all go? When yeah. he recorporated, ashed. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be his his. Molecules will be back on Titan when they okay. when they when they mix them all back together. Just add water and mix like the old Batman movie. When they <laughs> oh man, how cool would it be if they all came back together in pieces, like they putting don't. old GI Joes back together? Isn't <laughs> 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 that that warp thing they're doing? <laughs> so it, it was they just announced the, yeah, the title. From home. So we think it's going to be globe trotting. Yeah, it's. Uh, what I read about it was that it'll be it starts filming I think next month oh, in wow. London. That's fast. And uh, it's, it's it's I guess it's got globe trotting elements to it. I don't know. Mm. I don't know exactly what that means, but it's not just New York. He so it might be in London. Or something. Yeah. Hmm. I want to. I want to semester abroad. I want to trust <laughs> it. I want to get on board with that. I like. Um, I like my Spider-Man to be familiar. Mm-hmm. To have the old, you know familiar villains in New York and the cast, but mm-hmm. they did a great job in the first one without any of that. You know, Spider-Man in oh, yeah. the it. suburbs was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, and like Tom Holland is so good. You know, I you can probably just mm-hmm. throw him in any situation and he's going to excel as Peter Parker in Spider-Man. Yeah, I'd say they, they it, it took them many years, many, you know, I didn't realize stutters, what but we they were got the, missing until I saw this one. Right. Yeah. Oh, I knew. I knew. Like a Queen's accent? I've never had a Spider-Man with a Queen's I, accent. Just, I, maybe I didn't know specifically, but I knew we were missing stuff. We've been missing stuff since the Raimi. I'm like, this isn't it. Mm-hmm. This isn't it. Amazing Spider-Man. I'm like, this is close. This is closer, but we're still not there. Yeah. And, and Garfield was like, he was so, he was so close. Was so comfortable with Spider-Man. I yeah. was like, oh. But the Peter Parker stuff was a little off. Yeah. Yeah. And like Toby Maguire was almost the opposite. Like he was yeah. a really yeah, good yeah, Peter, yeah. but yeah. not a good Spider-Man. Not a good Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, everything was just a just a hair off. And then Amazing Spider-Man 2 was all off. Oh yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, crazy completely off. off. Just yeah, no. Total yeah. mess. But I think I haven't seen it in a while, but I would argue Spider-Man 2 is still one of the greatest comic book movies. Yeah, I would that's yeah, my feeling as well. Just the, I mean, just the just for Chip. The, I feel like we're disagreeing a lot the, today. I, the I subway scene alone. Well, that's fine. You have your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I, of of the Raimi ones, the second one is the best one, but it's still not. It's still odd. It's still that campy. Mm-hmm. Like no, no. Has Has Sam Raimi done anything since the spider his Spider Man movies? I, I really haven't heard his he did, his name. Um, he did drag me to drag me to hell. Uh, so he he kind of went back to horror, which stunk. Uh, he did well. He was a executive producer for Ash vs Evil Dead. Okay, which was a really good series. Um, but so I, yeah, I don't know if he's done well. any big features. <laughs> mm-hmm. Retreated to the well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, Tom Holland, man, so good. Oh yeah, I mean, he, he encapsulates everything. Oh, that's right, that that's Wizard of Oz movie. 
I forgot about that, as I'm sure most people did. What Wizard of Oz? Oz the Great and Powerful from 2013. Oh, with um, Mila Kunis. Oh, what's his face? Yeah. Wasn't it? Wasn't he? he? Uh, Sam, James Franco. Sam yeah, Raimi. that one. Sam Raimi had a hand in that. He was, I believe. He, unless Wikipedia, the, the internet is lying to me. He was, the, yeah, he's a director. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Huh. How how far he has fallen? Yeah, the uh, the origin of the Wizard of Oz movie. Oz Year One. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel's Marvel Studios' strength is is some finding the right people to encapsul- encapsulate their characters. That they're just there. You are. You're that guy. You're. Yeah. We don't have to do anything to you. You're just. Yeah. You're that character. Yeah. Like Robert yeah. Downey Jr. is just Tony Stark, and this yeah, they, kid is. He's basically <clears throat> Peter Parker. Like they yeah, just. They really haven't. They haven't really uh, tripped up. Without with. Uh, you know any casting. No, I don't. They, uh, for the most part, I mean, yeah. There's never been like a full-on fall on their face. Maybe, yeah. maybe Quicksilver, but uh, he just didn't get. Yeah, that might not be his fault. Yeah, he probably didn't have enough to do or enough screen. I, I the only thing, I mean, it's not even really casting. It's just, I, it's, it's a weird decision. I, I, I just don't understand why they don't wouldn't let Benedict Cumberbatch have his accent. It's like, is it really that big of a deal for him to have a British accent? He, he's just—he sounds weird to me, in in these movies with an American accent. I don't think it fits the character. See now, when I read uh, the Avengers book, I read it in the <laughs> voice of all the movie actors. Yes. So, so trying to find the, the Benedict Cumberbatch is a is, is a bit of a challenge. Like T'Challa, it's fun to read it in his voice, and I can mm-hmm. even and the Robert Downey Jr. voice is pretty easy to, to like read it in my mm-hmm. head. Chris Evans is a little hit or miss, but I think Chris Evans like personified that character in a way that nothing's ever been able yeah. to do for me before. Yeah. Um, I would say this. I would have a hard time seeing, like, Terrence Howard still in these movies. Oh, yeah. he was. I didn't like I'd him. I'd have a hard time seeing Edward Norton still in these no. movies. Yeah. So well, while yeah. they're not, like, missteps, so to speak, um, there were – and those weren't even, like, we don't want you or we were wrong. It's just there were conflicts with those personalities and the, the business and the things. Yeah. sounds like. Um, their their corrections, mm-hmm. I think, are, supersede the original decisions. So, yeah, it just it, it it worked out worked out better. Definitely. All right, well, we can uh, start wrapping things up here. Um, anybody have any? Did you watch up? Luke Cage yet? Did no, you? I haven't watched it. It just came out watch, a couple days ago. Yeah, I, tr- I think it came out two days ago. I tried watching first episode last night. It was late. I, I fell asleep. It was boring. Yeah, there, it gets it gets a, a little bit better. I think okay. I'm in the second or third. But it's, I, it's, I've always been like pro Marvel shows. I never really had any issues with them. But this is the first one where like the formula just was like, I get it. Hmm. Yeah, like do something new. They're okay. spending too much time on the villains. I'm like they're fleshing them out like they're like backup characters in uh, like Sons of Anarchy or something. I'm like I don't really like them. I mean they're they're the actors are doing a fantastic job, but I'm like. Eh, I don't mm. really care about shades. I wanna, yeah, I want to hang out I with like, Luke. I like shades. I shades was really cool. <laughs> I like that actor, but I also like him as like the bad guy henchman. Like I, I don't want to. No, I don't want to watch it and see his backstory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he that, can just show I, up and be the bad guy. Yes. Yeah, we don't need to That's know how to he know. got there. You know, I don't need to know how he got his shades. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> his first pair of sunglasses came from a Rite Aid. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't seen any of the second season yet but the first season of Luke Cage is my favorite Netflix Marvel show like it's that season is so good 
Uh, so, like, I'm, I'm, I'm I looking forward it, to season two. I liked it up until they threw the one guy out the window, and then it, I completely lost. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when they when they got rid it, of Cottonmouth. Yeah, yeah, everything up to that point. Uh, I, was like, I, I loved him so much too. He was that, such a great yeah, he villain. Was, he was really good. And I mean, and and as an actor, I mean, I, I enjoy mm-hmm. that actor. Yeah, and then it's just focusing on his sister, and then the the two dimensional. Like the weird villain to fight, brother bad just, guy. Yeah, yeah, like this isn't working. Yeah, I guess it fell apart after. Yeah, but they should have kept Cottonmouth around. I still really liked it though. I love the whole aesthetic of that season. They have this mm. formula that they, at some point during the season, it they just do an abrupt left turn, and they've been doing it in a lot of them recently, like with characters and like mm-hmm. sudden, sudden like shifts, and I'm like. And now it's getting predictable, or yeah, it's just like this, I, this, like you feel like you need to do it, like M Night Shyamalan insisting on doing a twist. How many are you in on on the new Luke Cage? Two or three. Two or three. Okay. So yeah, I said during the first one. I mean, I was tired as it was. No, it was it was, and it was, I was like, this man, is slow, it's slow, and it's like I've seen yeah. this, and it just feels yeah. like you're just roboting through it, and mm-hmm. directed by like, Lucy Liu, which I yeah really yeah the yeah first she episode. um she's done a lot of directing stuff. Uh, it's not a commentary on her directing because I don't know. I think in in episodic series like this, I don't think the directors are as auteurs mm-hmm. as they are in films. But uh, yeah, it was interesting. But yeah, I was just like, oh my gosh, I get it. Like it's like I'm seeing how the sausage is made on these shows now, and it's just like I get it. Like, yeah, I know, what, I know what's coming next, and I, I just felt I was like I put I reclined it all the way back. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've not, uh, I've not watched that yet, and I'm actually I'm super far behind on literally every other comic book show. Like, I've not, I haven't finished uh, the Flash or Arrow or Supergirl. I kind of um, gave up on Agents all of, Shield. of them. Like the the quality is just not there. Like, if they're okay at best case, and I'm like, mm, I'm gonna go do something else right now. <laughs> I Until the, the last two seasons of Arrow really made a right turn into better territory. Okay. Because the last, the like seasons, I guess it was three and four, which is like, oh man, just so bored with this. But season five was, it's probably their best season, and this last one wasn't wasn't too too bad either. It was nice to see it kind of uh, like return to form. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Flash and Supergirl have been like, eh. I like the cast of Flash a lot, mm-hmm. but it's like, yeah. why are you telling these high school drama stories? And like, you you do realize he's super fast, right? Can you? keep that in mind when you're writing the script and maybe the action <laughs> scenes that you keep that in mind so we could just take the gun no that's <laughs> usually my problem it's just like oh no, he's not doing this real fast why <laughs> i found um, I, I found myself surprisingly um really enjoying the character of ralph dibney yeah uh, I, I i thought he was just gonna be kind of like a throwaway or just like uh, we'll feature him for a couple of episodes and then he'll which one's he elongated man oh i yeah i stopped watching before that yeah, he, oh, okay. I, 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 I didn't think the series regular. Yeah, I didn't think season. he was going to be around well, for the. He's going to be all over. So I'm, I'm kind of cool with him being mm-hmm. part of like Team Flash now. Now the one thing, uh, I know the, the show is called Supergirl, but watching Supergirl, I, I finished the season. I was like, why has nobody bothered to call Clark when he, when he want to know that you found like more Kryptonians and there's these Kryptonian bad guys? When someone. I, I get it. She, he's you don't want to use him as a crutch, but at some point, it doesn't just make sense. Like, oh, we're getting our asses kicked by these like Kryptonian mm-hmm. gods. Maybe just call the other Kryptonian on our side. Just be cousin, or at Clark. least try and just like can't get a hold of him. 
Yeah, and like, then there was like, a, he's off planet or I, something. Is, is this, at least try. The yeah. Finale, there's like a pithy, like, they do, like, there's a TV clip. Like, oh, he's on the other side of the world, like, helping save people from mm-hmm. this crisis. And, like, that's okay, so that's where he's at. But And they make it so when she gets to she a goes plan, to, little planet Argo, yeah. they, they can't get communication back. Yeah. So, I mean, they... Okay. They try, but I mean that's just that's okay. Just so when she books. comes mm-hmm. back, when she just be like, Clark, guess what I found? <laughs> well, yeah. So you just want that, maybe so the communication. To maybe happen, that's sure. off off camera. Well, it's, I it's, guess, it's, it's I guess. Say, but it, but also, like you got the, the character Ray. Like we're getting our asses whipped by this Kryptonian. Like maybe just call the other Kryptonian that you know. You're a comic book fan, though. Yeah. You know, you know what happens. Yeah, like, you know I how it goes. Yeah. Like, why isn't well, like Superman should be in every DC book? I just feel like because Clark he has like, the wait, ability. What to happened? <laughs> there was so all of this happened, and you guys just you couldn't even throw me a text. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> we, we we thought we were family. <laughs> we tweeted at you, and you didn't get back to us. Oh, I missed. Ha- I miss. I misspelled the hashtag. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's it. it I guess I've gotten to a point in my comic book reading that I'm okay, I'm fine with that. I understand that, like, not every like not everyone's going to be in every book, but they can do it in comic books. I get they don't want to pay Carl Hockeline or whatever yeah, his name yeah, is you know, to be in every episode, but mm-hmm. like in comics, you should absolutely be seeing like like Batman has he's like on his deathbed, like fighting like ten villains. I'm like, hey, you know everyone that's more yeah. powerful than you, like yeah. call for help. Yeah. Why does yeah, like why does Jimmy Olsen the only one with a signal watch? Why doesn't everyone have a signal watch? <laughs> Batman should just be a manager at this point, going, You yeah. go here, you go here, <laughs> you go over there. Yeah, like Batman just you know, you like being alone anyway, just be alone in the watchtower. Let mm-hmm. some let Martian Manhunter take care of Gotham. Somebody should write this. I wanna read this now. <laughs> <laughs> so um real real quick, just because I keep forgetting about it, but um has anyone watched Cloak and Dagger yet? Yes. What channel is it on? It's like Freeform, Freeform. which is used to be ABC Family. It's like my top three superhero shows now. Okay. It's, it's up there with like Daredevil and uh, Legion. You wow. like that? Like it's, there's there's some quality like okay. uh, storytelling and some weird like metaphorical. And like, she has the little light dagger. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, that's all it took for me to be okay. Like there's, you know, they're they're doing some stuff and... I'm like, okay, this is better than a lot of the other ones. Cool. So I'd check it out. First three episodes are pretty decent. Okay. Is, I was it, just is it three episodes deep already? Yeah. Yeah, it's on Hulu. I'm watching it on Hulu because I don't have access to that See, other I thing. don't know if I have the television bandwidth to add something else to my roster of shows. No, oh, that's, like that's so totally much, fair. So that's much totally fair. Yeah, that's why I kind of moved away from a lot of the other superhero shows because I'm like, I'm not enjoying this and there's like... Ten other things I want to watch, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna go do that. Well, I still haven't finished Runaways. I watched the, the first episode. Was that on Hulu? Or yeah, Amazon? yeah, it was on Hulu. It's on Hulu. That had potential, but they they spent twice as much time than I wanted with the parents. That, is it, is I don't it? know anything about Runaways. I don't know anything about Cloak and Dagger. So, like, there's no real incentive for me to watch those other than hey, these are a comic book property. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of yeah. I knew a lot about Runaways, so I tried that. But they they fleshed out the like the parent characters in the comic were just there to push the kids to run away. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they're actually like fleshed out characters. I'm like, oh, I like those two. Like they're like <laughs> a, a Buffy alum type yeah, characters. Uh, Spike uh, from Buffy plays one of the yeah. One and of then the but kids it's the, the nerdy parents 
Like I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I know uh, you're talking about Gertrude's parents. I think mm-hmm. I'm like, I like them. Why are they the bad guys? There's but, a dinosaur in the comics, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's also in the show. Yes, they do the best they can with the limited budget, and they try, <laughs> and they don't just write it off. Well, they do. It's like you go over there, but then it comes back. Mm-hmm. But they actually have a prop that they can kind of get in scene so that you still have the presence because it is one of the main characters. Yeah. So, like, I appreciate that. But it took so long for them to run away. It was like the like it's that. Why are you showing me this like stuff? Just get it was to the, the solo of Runaways. Yes, season. yes, exactly. <laughs> it's just like they, they didn't run away until the last episode. I'm like, oh, come on. So they're um, so they're that means they're probably bringing it back for. I think so. Yeah, it, second it was season. it was decent. It okay. just wasn't. I was like, come on, let's go. I don't know. But the dinosaurs there and the characters are relatively spot on, like casting wise. So okay. Yeah, that's that, that's another one I want to I want to get back to at some point and watch, just because I, I I really did enjoy the original series, the Brian K. Vaughn mm-hmm. original series. That was really good. It has a good cast, so it's just I want to see what they do if they can kind of tighten it up. And I mean, all, all the like all the they, they did a really good job matching up like the 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 actors with their cat like mm-hmm. their corresponding characters you know they look really good the only one that felt like a slip up was the little girl because the the person they cast mm-hmm. just feels like a adult mm-hmm. and she should be this kind of younger yeah you know, character but other than that I mean she's fine otherwise but yeah all right well uh, I think that'll probably about do it because I, I I don't know you guys are probably fine but I think Chip and I are starting to Roast a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we're getting a little toasty. Yeah, yeah. you guys got the. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have like literal hot getting seat. my yeah. vitamin D for yeah. the day. One, this arm's gonna be like beet red. This one's gonna be now your trucker yeah. tan over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, guys, thanks again for uh, for being yes, here. Yes, thank you. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for having us on here. No, anytime. Um, so this is uh, again. This is Dan from Comic Book Pit. This is uh, episode two seventy nine, and with me is I'm Jared. I'm, I'm Paul from the Mixos comic book podcast, MCSOSS. Dan, thanks for uh, having me on. Anytime, Paul. And I'm Chip from whoop. Oh boy. <laughs> oh. New Dimension Comics. <laughs> Breaking things. That's right. And uh, yeah, visit, you're official now. Visit visit Chip at uh, at the New Dimension Comics at Century Three Mall while you can. <laughs> <laughs> With the jam at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> So uh, this has been uh, Comic Book Pit, episode 279, and we'll see you next time.